What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson and uh, we are thrilled, happy, excited to be here with you this morning. Um... We are trying something new. Y'all you, 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 you know me, who've, who've been who've been following me for a, for a while. You know what I what I do. You know I always I'm always like, well, let's. Well, I wonder if we can try this. I wonder if this will work, right? <laughs> you know, because that's because that's the dude I am, and uh, we're doing that again too. We are um, going to broadcast live or simulcast live on um, on Zoom. Um, right now, as well as um, here at Spreaker, let's see here. I'm gonna try to dump the if I can do this. You know, this is for for me. I, I'm gonna put this actually in the chat of Spreaker for those of you who who in, who may be listening live there. And I'm gonna try to do more of of this so. If you're listening, you might want to all. I mean, if, if you're listening in archives, you might always want to check, because 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 you know what I me, mean. you, you 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 never know, <laughs> you know, you just never you just you, you just never know, 
what I may be up to at any given time, right? Uh, so I'm going to try to put this in Facebook as well as I share this in, in, in on, on Facebook uh, on Zoom 2. I almost said as well, but I'm, I'm, I'm really tired of as well. There's just a few phrases that I'm really um, getting tired of. New normal is one of them. Phrases like we're all in this together <laughs> when we are clearly not. Uh, that kind of stuff. So there you go. Let me see here. Pop that in my story as well, and click the uh, the the button. Um, there you go. And we'll see how this works out. I don't have any idea how this is going to work out. I don't. I don't. I don't rightly know. But we're going to find out. All right. Um, today, uh, a couple of stories. The first one is the COVID madness in Florida, and I think that. You know, frankly, some really good people, some good friends of mine, and for all the right reasons, I'm just going to try to, I'm I'm just going to be real here for a minute, um, are concerned about what's going on, what they're reading and hearing about what's happening in Florida, uh, what's happening around us um, as it concerns COVID-19. They really are. And I, and... Frankly, if I believed what was being said by media around me about COVID-19, I may be a little, I would be a little worried too, but I don't believe them. Um, And I've said this numerous times. It isn't that people who, who are, who don't want to wear masks, who, who think that all the, you know, the, the, the shutting down of businesses and on and on all the COVID responses are ridiculous. It isn't like they're stupid. It isn't like they're just knuckle-dragging, MAGA-hat, Trump-supporting morons. That's not it at all. Please, don't, don't, you know, don't get it twisted here. Um, people are, people just don't believe it. People just don't believe it. Even given the numbers that the media and CDC and WHO and all these other people are, are, are putting out, even putting out those numbers... We just don't believe it. Just don't believe it. Just don't. We're not buying it. We're not buying it. Especially when we compare it to other pandemics and the reaction and the response to other pandemics. This seems dumb. This seems too much. This seems too contrived. It just seems too contrived. It just, I mean... But it's it's typical for me because the left always overplays their hand, uh, always. They just always freaking overplay their hand. So it's not surprising. So we're going to cover some of some of, some of the things that um, that you may see concerning Florida and COVID. We're also going to um, talk a little bit about what uh, your boy Jerry Nadler said on Sunday. Um, concerning Antifa and concerning riots and this kind of stuff. <laughs> crazy, crazy talk. And, um, of course, something good. Uh, you, you remember Nick Sandman? Remember, remember the kid? The kid who was face-to-face with um, supposedly this elderly 
Native American, and it, you know, it, it was at, he was at Covington High School, and um, this was a couple years ago, and he was smirking at the guy. He was wearing a MAGA hat, smirking at this man. Whereas, because at that point, smirking at a, an old Native American is completely beyond the pale and ridiculous. And this kid should be canceled. Because he had this stupid grin on his face, right? Until we learned the, until we learned the whole story. I mean, everybody went after this kid. So, um... Nick sent Nick, you know, he made his bag. I'm just saying, he made his bag. And rightly, and rightly so. And I think that a lot of people and I'll get into this later, who, who are, you know, who are being canceled, who are being, you know, what who people are going after, being being doxxed, um, need to come back. Need to come back and come back hard. Like this couple um, that were defending their property. They need to come back and come back hard and hit these people where it hurts in a money bag. You know, if Soros is willing to pay these people, he's, he, 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 he better be willing to pay all of us who they try to cancel, who they try to dox, who they try to um, hassle in any way, shape, or form. Stay up off me. That's what we should be talking about. All right, I'm going to take just a little break, just a little little music break, and let me get my coffee. And uh, we're going to take our typical 1 minute and 57 second break, which we won't be able to do on the Zoom. So you'll just see me drink coffee for, for a minute. And talk to people who come in the Zoom. All right, we'll be back right after this. All right, all right. 
again, thanks for um, thanks for coming today. Thanks for um, popping into Zoom. I had to do some adjustments. Normally, I have a waiting room in my Zoom class. You know what? In my Zoom lessons uh, or my Zoom meetings, I had to turn the waiting room off so you could just come right on in. I don't have to. I don't have to deal with it. And you cannot unmute yourself because um, I don't want you in my ear. In, 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 in my ear. Um, but you're welcome to um, come in and um, see what we're doing. Um, check out my little guy, my Eminem guy back here, and my, my, my flag and my Coca-Cola and my guitar. There you go. And uh, my, uh, my actually my son's black, uh, I was going to say black Yeti. It's a blue Yeti microphone there. That's what we're using. <clears throat> if you're wondering why I'm getting these dulcet tones coming from this from this big ass head. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about these COVID numbers. These Florida COVID numbers. Um, what you know? This is an article from Issues and Insight. Um, and the question is, what do these accounts, these news accounts, have in common? Florida sets. Yet another coronavirus record, 173 deaths in a day. A, a record 173 Floridians died from the virus Thursday, an average of more than one every eight minutes. The 134 new confirmed deaths in the second largest increase on record, coming five days after the largest one-day jump of 156 last week. COVID-19 has ravaged Florida with more than 237,000 people testing positive and 2,013 dying from the virus in July alone. All of these scary headlines are based on the numbers of deaths reported by the state on any given day. Now, now I've, I, I've said this before, um, and I think it's more important than I say it now, is that the state reports deaths in bundles, if I can say it that way. That means they, when they report deaths, they don't report deaths every, the deaths that happen every day. So when when concerning COVID nineteen, let's say they don't report any deaths on Monday or Tuesday, and the people who die on Sunday, Saturday, and the previous Friday are all lumped into the Wednesday report. Or they're all dumped into, I don't know, they all dumped into the Thursday report. And that may include people who just didn't die, who just didn't die last week, um, who may have died two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, or a month ago. When they finally get notice of it, then they report all those. So you may have a day that has 173 deaths. That doesn't mean that on that day, 173 people die. Uh, it's so... It's so frustrating because if I know this, this is the, this is the deal. If I know this, and if you talk to the people at the state level, they'll tell you what I'm. They'll tell you what I'm saying is true. They'll tell you what I'm saying is exactly correct. So if I know this, why is it why is it not getting reported like that? Because you can't get eyeballs on websites that way. You can't get eyeballs on YouTube on, on, on YouTube clips that way. 
And you notice, and this is an aside, let me take the rabbit trail, um, that local news is what they're doing is they're putting up clips on YouTube of stories because they know, because what they know is that nobody is watching them traditionally anymore. And, um, if you are, if you have cut the cable, which all that means is that you don't get your regular TV viewing from the cable company, you still get your internet from the same cable company. Um, but you just don't get all their services. What, what they know is that you're not watching you're probably probably not watching the local news. They've done their research, and you're not watching the local news. So what they are doing is they are taking local news clips of stories, individual stories, and putting them up on YouTube. And um, we are more likely to watch them there because they can see the analytics and see if people are watching what catches on. I mean, they could actually the analytics on watch on on YouTube videos are a lot more in depth and probably a lot more accurate than how many people are saying they're watching their local news or their local TV stations um, on cable or they're watching them over the air for sure. So they've got a much better uh, much better picture, uh, if I can use that word, of who's watching what story. And the more ridiculous the headline, the more ridiculous the title, um, the caption, the more outrageous, the scarier it is, the more click baity it is, uh, or baitish it is, that they you know they get more views, they get more everything, right? And um, that's why they do it that way. Which is again, it goes back to my point that I made in the open that this is why a lot of people just don't believe what's going on. There are a lot of people like you and I um, who just don't believe it. We just don't. I don't believe it. It's re, it. You know, things are being reported in a way and that over time and that over time we just are saying this doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense that we would have this reaction to a virus. Now, because a lot of us are not stupid, we can understand. We can. We can understand that there is a virus that may be extremely, extremely contagious. That makes sense to us. That makes sense. It may be super easy to get if it's where you are. Ebola is pretty easy to get. I don't know if you are having sex with somebody who has Ebola, um, but I can, we can even we can even understand that we can. But what we're but people what people are concerned about is that what happens if you get it. It is my contention, my contention, Willie's contention, Fight Back Media's contention, that if cancer didn't kill people, we wouldn't worry so much about it. Ingrown toenails are incredibly common, but we don't care about them that much because they don't kill people. 
Although some people do, although some people get infections, get sepsis, and die because they had an ingrown toenail. That does happen. It doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen enough to write down even, but it does happen. People get paper cuts. They get infected. They don't get taken care of. They get sepsis and they die. They get an infection and they die. But again, if cancer didn't kill people, we, we wouldn't care as much. That's why we don't care as much about, about a lot of things. Now, I know now the pushback will always, you know, this set of arguments will always be, well, coronavirus is different. It's contagious. You, you don't know who has it. And yeah, you don't know who has it. You know. But we are moving past models into data. We're getting some data. Yes, we didn't know a lot six months ago, but we're learning a little bit now. We're learning about what to watch when making public policy for everybody. Now, I'm not telling the doctors how to practice medicine with COVID patients. If you've got a COVID patient that, that is that has underlying conditions, if you've got a COVID patient that has special circumstances, and um, is, you know, dealing with scarring of their lungs, we're starting to see, and, and also, then you have to deal with that. Quite frankly, all the populace cares about is, is this going to kill me? If I catch this, will I die? You know, watching some of these YouTubers um, who are saying that they are, uh, that they've contracted coronavirus, and watching their face and their demeanor and watching the demeanor of the comment section. And it's like they've contracted, I don't know, some some deadly unknown virus and, and they're going to die. It, it sort of harkens back to the days, and I mentioned cancer before, that when someone got cancer, when someone said the C word, it meant a death sentence. And not too long ago, when someone said that they've, tested positive for HIV in our brain we went right to uh, it's just a matter of time before they have full blown AIDS and they're going to die and what we're finding out in a pretty short amount of time fairly short amount of time that that isn't true this isn't always true because of the therapeutics and treatments people are living with HIV people are living with HIV not just surviving waiting you know waiting for the next shooter drop, I mean, the other shooter drop, they're actually living with HIV. So I, 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 so when I look at COVID, which is from coronavirus, SARS, coronavirus, same family of viruses that brought us the, the deadly and horrendous common cold, and not that people don't get pneumonia when they have a cold and end up passing away because they do. And I understand that. You understand that too because everybody who has two brain cells with a neuron between them understands that. We do understand that already. So any of any of those things can happen. They can. They can and and, and sometimes do. So let's, let's let's look at this supposed death surge in Florida. Excuse me if you're watching on Zoom. I need to take my glasses off so I can see. All right. 
when this when this article came out, let's see, let me give you a date. Oh, it's it's new, it's brand new, it's brand new. Maybe you'll see it later. In in four days last week, Florida reported five hundred thirty five coronavirus deaths, but only one hundred ninety seven actually occurred on those days. The rest happened days, even weeks before. Um, so, and it's a distinction that the press ignores. And it's exactly what I just said, isn't it? It's exactly what I just said. You know, some weeks before. Weeks. So it's, it, it is absolutely, positively, ridiculously amazing ridiculously amazing that we continue to actually believe the press on some of these numbers. Let me give you the numbers of where I live. Now, some of y'all who, who, who may be watching on Zoom will um, will care about this because you live here too. Um, as of today, According to John, the John Hopkins, um, I've been I've been watching the you know actually when I started this I was watching Worldometers, but Worldometers you know I don't know the the name Worldometers, Worldometers, um, I don't know their numbers were okay I guess, but I just wasn't I, I just wasn't feeling it, frankly about how that was playing out. So I, I decided to use another um, dashboard, John Hopkins dashboard, the um, the hospital, you know, hospital dashboard, and I feel I feel a lot better about that. And uh, right now, as you if, if you're watching on Zoom, what you can see is the John Hopkins University COVID nineteen status report for Hillsborough County, where I live. If you look over to the Forget all that, the healthcare facts and the population, race and ethnicity and age and all that stuff. Look over to the to the far right and you'll see the county case data. Right now in Hillsborough County, we have 27,077 cases of COVID-19, according to uh, the coronavirus global cases by the Center for Systems Science and engineering at John Hopkins University. We're just going to take the, and I'm going to take these numbers at face value. I don't think they're accurate. I'm, 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 I'm just going to tell you, I don't believe they're accurate for a second. I just don't believe they're accurate. Um, not for a second. I just don't. Here we go. And now the number of deaths. Now we all know that people have been diagnosed I mean, or 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 or, or, or said that they died of COVID nineteen. Who died in a motorcycle crash? Hmm. Who died of cancer? Who died of something else? And the explanation had been, well, um, they had cancer, but it was they would have been. It was the COVID nineteen. It was the coronavirus that pushed them over the edge. So we're just going to count them too. Oh, they died, and they and. Their toxicology report or whatever there had COVID in it, so we just made it a COVID death. Well, and we know why that is because hospitals get get money 
for COVID deaths. So, so far, according to the same people, the, uh, the Center for Systems Science and Engineering at John Hopkins University, we've had 295 COVID deaths. All right. So if you're wondering what that percentage, if you're wondering what that is, a percentage from deaths to cases, I'll tell you what it is. What it is. It's 1.09. Actually, it's 1.089485%. That's what it is. All right. Let's look down at um, at the Florida State stats. This is this is a stat that gets a lot of. Um, of press around the country, you know, a lot of, you know, get a lot of dragging on social media, especially on TikTok. Uh, let's look. Of the cases, now, the, case, the number of cases come from the very same place. I think it's the Center for Systems and Engineering. Um, let's get this right again. The system, uh, the Center for Systems, Science, and Engineering at John Hopkins University. 400,000 855 confirmed cases. Do I believe that number? Not very much, but we'll go ahead and use it. 5,854 deaths, approaching 6,000 deaths. And here's what, and, and here's what's going to happen. When we get to 6,000 deaths, because we're going to, it's going to be a big day. It's going to be a big media day. It's going to be a Damn media circus. Fatality rate. Because if they give us these numbers, this is a number they they have to give us because we can do the arithmetic. The fatality rate is 1.38%. Even by the numbers they give us. Even by the numbers they give us. 98% 98% of the people, 98 point, I don't know, 7% of people, according to their cases, only 1.3% die. 97% of the people are still alive. Where I live, and I'll, I'll get there in a second, here are the number of cases in Hillsborough County where I live. Hillsborough, Hillsborough County is in West Central Florida. Uh, the county that is on the Gulf of Mexico is, is, is Pinellas. And if you go across the bay, one county in, you will uh, come up on the shores of Hillsborough County. Uh, the major city in Hillsborough County is Tampa. Um, there you go. And uh, we are in pretty much right in the center of the state. If you'll see the cases, the new cases, 14 ga- days ago, we had 678 cases, 678. And today, if you go to the end of the, of the graph, 451 cases. You can see that the trend is down. Starting on, let me see if I can get the date to pop up. No. Uh, 14 days ago, I got another thing here. Let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 680. We see how 678, 680, 510, 539. Uh, yeah, we had a pop. You know, we had a, a a pop up of cases nine forty five, six hundred one, six hundred three, four twenty nine, four fifteen, three forty one. The that that lowest date, and we heard nobody talking about it. 
You can see Johannes Gargan see that on the graph. Nobody mentioned that at all. Nobody celebrated it. Nobody said, good job, everybody. You're wearing your mask. You're doing a hell of a job. Keep it up. No, nobody said that. Uh, up 200, the next day to 551, 605, 589, and then the, um, and today, five, excuse me, 451. Down over 100. Down over 200, almost 200 from two days ago. Exciting. Anybody who knows anything about stats, anybody who knows anything about numbers, anybody who knows anything about gambling can tell that the, the, the deaths, or the cases even, are trending down. Right now, in Hillsborough County, where I live, 98.9105446% of people who have been diagnosed with coronavirus are still magically, mysteriously alive. This is why we don't believe you. This is why we just don't believe you. We do not, we can't, we will not believe that it is as bad as it is. We just won't believe it because the numbers don't, the numbers don't, don't bear it out. The numbers just don't bear it out. All right. Um, let's switch gears here. Uh, yeah, half hour on that. Jesus. If you don't believe that a lot of what you're hearing, I mean, a lot of what you're hearing, not even a little bit of what you're hearing, but a lot of what you're hearing. As a matter of fact, most of what you're hearing, most of what you're seeing is theater. Theater. I was merely acting. Remember that? John Lovitz. I was acting. Remember that? Um, then, <laughs> folks, folks. New York Representative Jerry Nadler, named, uh, you know, of, of the Nadler Follies, said on Sunday, he doubled down on his claim that Antifa doesn't exist. Isn't that interesting? Antifa believe they they exist. Jerry, I have you been hanging out with Joe Biden? Have there been like nurses at Walter Reed blowing up your nose to get you to move? What the hell is wrong with you? The Democratic lawmaker said, uh, made, made remarks to journalist um, Austin Fletcher, who caught up with him in D.C. and asked him if he disavowed the riots. He was asked, do you disavow the violence from Antifa that's happening in Portland right now? Naylor says, that's a myth, and it's being spread only in Washington, D.C. So Fletcher said, about Antifa in Portland? Yes, Nadler said. As Nadler was escorted to a nearby car, Fletcher reminded him, there are videos everywhere online. There are fires and riots, they're throwing fireworks at federal offices, DHS is there. Look online, it gets crazy, Mr. Nadler. He said it's a myth. Last month, Nadler argued on the House floor that Antifa was imaginary. I'm not sure who Jerry Nadler, Nadler is talking about or talking to. I don't know if anybody believes, if anybody, anybody believes anything that Jerry Nadler says. 
or he's is he just so afraid? I'm not sure. What do you think? What do you think? Why do you think that that Jerry Nettler would say such a thing? Chad Wolf, who's the acting secretary of Department of Homeland Security, said over the weekend that the riots in Portland have occurred for eight weeks now. Law enforcement officers are getting seriously injured trying to defend federal property. On Sunday alone, Antifa was seen throwing Molotov cocktails and fireworks at officers and tried to blind them again with the use of those lasers. You know, if you get those lasers in there, you can burn out people's cornea. But there are shields you, but there are shields you can wear. Uh, Ch- Chad Wolf uh, tweeted, Day 56, last night, six DHS law, enfor- law enforcement officers were injured in Portland. To be clear, criminals assaulted federal officers on federal property. And the city of Portland did nothing. You see pictures of all sorts of trash, um, and you see, like, um, there are some burned-out M80s or whatever, fireworks. This is happening. Now, Jerry Nadler says it's not happening. Jerry Nadler says that it's a myth, that Antifa's a myth, and the riots aren't happening, that it's all mythical, that it's that none of it's actually taking place. That's a myth. Yes, yes, miss, it's a myth. These are the lawmakers. This is the guy who sat uh, on one of the panels to impeach the president. So if you don't think, and and, and I wanted to mention this to you, because if you don't think that the all the undercard elections in 2020 in November are important, you are friggin' wrong. You are friggin' wrong. And if you think that just re-electing Donald Trump will will cure all the ills, you are friggin' wrong. You are flipping out of your mind. Our plan better be to first re-elect Donald Trump and every non-crazy leftist that we can remove from office. We have to pick them off our country like we walked through the woods and we got chiggers and we have to pick them off like ticks. You may not be able to get them all in one fell swoop, but you got to start picking them off or they'll bleed you dry and they'll leave infections and you'll die eventually. I know that's a terrible characterization for human beings. I understand that, but it's kind of what it is. Kind of how it is, isn't it? Going to have to start doing just that. Nadler's one of them. And, and, and And this idea, ladies and gentlemen, if I can come closer. This idea that some of these people run unopposed is just, it's maddening. That they're given a free lane, a free and easy lane to their jobs in D.C. where they get to do this kind of stuff is just unconscionable. 
And I'll tell you who I and I'll tell you who I blame for that. I do blame the national and state uh, Republican parties. I do blame you because you're at fault here, because you're the ones who can who can actually uh, make the difference, who can mount the campaigns, who can do the PR, who can actually do the work. And I know why you don't, and I'll explain that in um, before I leave. I'll explain to you, I'll explain to you why why you don't do that. It's it's a condition that we that a lot of people in this country are getting, and it's going to be detrimental to our future. All right, um, good news for our boy Nick Sandman. Um, again, you remember Nick Sandman? Nick Nick Sandman was um, uh, the kid from Covington who was standing face-to-face with this supposed Native American who was just a, you know, this guy was a grifter. He was really just a, 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 a protester, advocate, you know, I mean, all, I mean, all, all this stuff. And was just there to cause trouble with this group of high school kids, right? Because they were there, and some of them, and a few of them were, Amer- were wearing Make America Great Again hats. A couple of them were. But they weren't bothering this. I mean, they weren't bothering this man. They didn't, but it didn't matter. That was a narrative. These white kids, these smirking, awful white children were hassling this old Native American. The story is, Covington Catholic uh, High School student Nick Sandman's life was nearly ruined because he smirked at a Native American veteran pro- protester, Nathan Phillips, in front of the Lincoln Memorial two years ago, two years ago, and it was caught on camera. Before we got the full context of the footage, before we got the full context of the footage, the media painted young Sandman as a villain, a racist, MAGA hat-wearing Catholic schoolboy villain. And it turned out, the fuller footage showed that Phillips, it was Phillips who started the altercation. Sandman, who was never asked to be in the national spotlight and was in the wrong place at the wrong time, fought back. This is why you have to fight back. We have to fight back in every way possible. We have to fight back in every single way possible. Please don't get this this feeling that 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 your fight back will be making sure just making sure you have enough ammo. Please don't get into that mentality because it's kind of, you know what? Yeah, I am not saying that at some point it won't, it, it, it couldn't, it couldn't, couldn't come to this or come to that. But right now, today, we have to fight back in every single way. And this is one way that this young man and his family fought back. Over several, you know what? Uh, he fought back. Revenge on several media outlets who tried to assassinate his reputation, including a lawsuit to get $250 million in damages from the Washington Post. According to the teenager, he settled with WAPO on his birthday, on last Friday. Um, young man tweeted on on excuse me, February 19, uh, 2019, I filed... A $250 million defamation lawsuit against the Washington Post. Today, I turned 18, and Washington Post settled my lawsuit. 
thanks to Todd, Todd McTurdy and Lynn Wood for their advocacy. Thanks to my family and millions of you who have stood your ground by supporting me. I still have more to do. He's a young man. He's only 18. Now, he didn't say how much they settled for. I don't know if they settled for $250 million or not. Chances are probably less. In their filing um, from last February, the Sandman's attorney argued that the media had targeted their client because he was white. A Catholic student wearing a red Make America Great Again souvenir cap on a school field trip on January 18, 2019. Uh, March, it was a March for Life in Washington, D.C. After Sandman filed, Walsh, uh, filed the, the suit, Walpo published an editor's note explaining that perhaps their initial reporting on the incident had been a bit off. Uh, uh, maybe they should have waited. Maybe if they're going to be one of those organizations that tout professional journalism, then maybe they should act like professional journalists. Just saying. Um, a Washington Post article first posted online on January 19th reported that on January 18th incident that at the Lincoln Memorial, subsequent reporting on the student statements and additional video will allow for more complete assessment of what occurred, either contradicting or failing to confirm accounts provided in the story, including that Native American activist Nathan Phillips was prevented by one student from moving on. And that wasn't the case. The account, um, to, uh, you know, excuse me, um, that his group had been taunted by the students in the lead-up to the encounter and that the students were trying to instigate a conflict. They were not. Um, the high school student facing Phillips issued a statement contradicting his account. The bishop in Covenant, Kentucky, apologized for the statement uh, condemning the students. And the investigation conducted by the Diocese of Covington and Covington Catholic High School found the students' account consistent with videos. Subsequent post-coverage, including video, uh, reported the uh, reported these developments. The viral standoff between tribal elder, tribal elder. Freshman, he wasn't a freaking tribal elder. And a high school, uh, school and a high schooler is more complicated than it se first seemed. Kentucky Bishop apologized. Covington Catholic students said he expects their exoneration. Investigation finds no evidence of racist or offensive statements in the mall incident. On January 22nd, correction to the original story reads, earlier versions of the story incorrectly said that Native American activist, not a tribal elder, uh, Nathan Phillips fought in the Vietnam War. He did not. He served in the Marines, but he was never deployed. So he settled with CNN, who got it wrong, and the Washington Post, who got it wrong. He's got more to go. Twitter is next. It's two down, six to go. This is the kind of fighting that we're going to have to do. We're going to have to attack them, and we're going to have to take their money. There's going to have to be a transfer of wealth. I've heard that phrase before. There's going to have to be a transfer of wealth because that's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing.
I am um, I salute um, young Nicholas and his family for being willing to go through something. I salute them for being willing to go through something. I am of the mind that we are in this place, in our nation, in our history, because we have a culture right now, a society that's not willing to go through anything. If it isn't fun, if it doesn't build you up, if it doesn't affirm you, we're not willing to go through it. Why do a lot of relationships fail? Why do marriages fail? Well, they fail because people aren't willing to go through something. And frankly, all of those things are tough. You have to go through something. And some people just aren't willing to some people just aren't willing to do that. And that's a that's a damn shame that they're just not willing to go through it. Because what we find what you find out a lot of times is that if you can go through a hard place, the other side of it's great. A um an example analogy that my pastor uses often is the first time that the um the sound barrier was broken. And um, it was um, it was scary. In the X, I guess in the X fifteen, um, the sound that the thing was just about to break apart. And as soon as he broke through the sound barrier, reached Mach one, everything just settled down. Everything just calmed down. And we, you know, and, and, and we see that because we, uh, we often, when, we, when something flies over us and we hear a sonic boom, is that concussion sound that can be scary. But, we, but it's, a, it's a lesson if we push through a lot of times. Just go ahead and push through. Push through. It's nice on the other side. Sometimes we have to go through a storm. And as we deal with COVID-19, as we deal with all the things that are happening around us, Antifa, the, um, the attacks on our country, the attacks on our, our constitutional republic, our attacks um, from enemies foreign and domestic, we're simply, we're simply going to have to go through it we're going to have to battle through it. There's no way to get around it. Reelecting Donald Trump is not a way to get around it and have it not be a problem. We're going to have to go through it and do the things that we need to do to smooth it. Not just smooth it, but make it better. We have to go through it. And you've got to be willing to go through it. If you're not willing to go through it, then we're done. If you're not willing to use um, the the things that 
we saw with Nick Sandman. Yes, the inconvenience, the uh, it was everything that family went through. Because media tried to destroy that young man. He was 16 at the time. Think about it. Think about if media will turn on a 16-year-old boy. They'll turn on me. They tried to turn on a 16-year-old boy. 16-year-old kid. Who's standing there in front of that activist, Phillips, with that stupid-ass grin on his face. That was probably a video cap, and that means that they took a, a, a frame out of a video and found the most damning thing that they could find and used that as the picture of hate and entitlement and white privilege that they could come up with, right? I may build a story around it that wasn't true. So yeah, they'll come after it. If they'll go after a 16-year-old boy that way, they'll go after me. They'll go after you. Are you willing to go through what it takes to save the republic? I know that sounds hyperbolic, but that's what it is. Are you willing to go through what it takes to save the republic? To save your way of life? To maintain freedom and liberty for your posterity. My name is Willie Lawson. This is the Morning Report, a product of a of fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. Go to the website. I know you know what I know that you're going to the website. I appreciate it. Uh, and um, today I'm, I am going to put the um, the thing where you can sign up on it. I thought it was there. Sorry, I was wrong. Um, not wrong often, but I was wrong this at that time. So I'm going to fix that. Uh, as soon as I get done today, I'm going to fix that. Uh, I'm going to continue the Zoom meetings. I'm going to find a way to put the Zoom meetings on the website as well. So you can, when you go to the website, you can you can get there without having to go to my Facebook page. If you hate Facebook, and I get it. If you hate Facebook, hell, I hate Facebook and Twitter too. Anyway, until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We'll see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. 
It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com.